Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of the Dream Business Academy, and host of Dream Business Radio, all things Dream Business. I think you figured out by now. <laughs> I've been bringing you uh, great guests and great information to help you to build your dream business so you can live your dream lifestyle. This is episode 448. Wow, <laughs> 448. <laughs> and this is a very, very, two very special Facebook Live edition of Dream Business Radio. My guest today is Melanie Benson. She is known worldwide as one of the preeminent entrepreneurial mindset coaches. So much more than that than just the word mindset, but that's how I know her best. And we're going to talk about that little piece of the world today. Officially, her bio says that she's a revenue strategist and business performance optimizer, which in and of itself is a cool title. <laughs> but in my own sometimes, you know, inelegant way of saying things, she is intuitive beyond words. She will bore in and find out what's going on, what perhaps has you in a state of overwhelm, what's keeping you from achieving your goals. Um, and she'll, she'll get you to do things. And because, I mean, she's just brilliant. So, Melanie, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Ready to <laughs> do some inspiring. Yeah. Get some breakthroughs so, happening. I know. And, and you know, so pardon me for not reading your, your very well-written intro. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go with, with mine. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell one, one other little story by way of intro. Melanie has a way of giving you a look. So say, hey, how's it going, Jim? And if I give her a look or if I say, hey, things are great, she just looks at you. It's, it's almost like your mom used to look at you when you did something wrong. <laughs> and then she'll figure out what the hell's going on up here. And I know this from personal experience. And, and honestly, the reason I share these things I'm forever grateful for Melanie because if it wasn't for Melanie, I'd still be paddling my kayak right now <laughs> instead of living on this boat. Melanie is one of three people that I that are just so important to me. So um, this is not going to be the usual interview or introduction. I'm not. I told Melanie right before we went live, I'm not going to ask you where you were born and tell me about your career pre entrepreneur. We're going to jump right into it because honestly, I think most people. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock in the entrepreneur space, know who Melanie is. Um, so we're going to go. And Melanie, does that sound all right with you? Sounds good. You take me where you want to go. My only requirement okay. is we create some breakthroughs. Big shout out to Craig and Bill, by the way. And Craig's yeah. probably going, oh, yeah, I know that look. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's like, yeah, you cannot hide from Melanie. It's crazy. If if we have time, but who knows? I'll tell that story about the, when, we're, when we're in a bar and you just nailed okay. it. It was pretty, pretty infamous. Anyway. That sounds you very, have, very weird, Jim. Do not. When we're in a bar? Like, well. Get, no, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> I actually share that story at Dream Business Academy because it was so, I mean, I'm very transparent with my with my journey. But you've created, I mean, a very successful seven-figure coaching empire. That's kind of when I first became aware of you and, and when we first met. I like to tell people when I saw Melanie at the first live and I was, I was so almost nervous to go up and introduce myself. I thought she was like, oh, walking up here. But anyway, 
Um, but you've also, in addition to amazing success, you've shared uh, in your open, transparent way that you've know you know what it's also like to crash and burn, like most people. Um, and I think for the last fifteen or twenty years that we've really been connected, Melanie. You've been um, fortunate enough to help some really amazing people. You know, some people maybe on the newer side, and then people who already have ongoing businesses like myself really get them to the next level. So I told you I want to jump right in and just really have some breakthroughs for the people on the call today and, and those watching, those listening on the replay. What are the two or three most typical roadblocks as it relates to what goes on up here in the entrepreneurial brain box that typically prevent people from really achieving their goals, financial yeah. goals, let's say? Yeah, well, and we could even just say what about our growth goals even, right? Okay. Like, so financial might be one of them. It may be that you've got your uh, site set on, you want to have a big event, or you know it's time to launch this new phase of your business. Like, I see a lot of these tied to growth steps. And anytime we're, we're getting ready to grow, I want to lay the foundation in that what oftentimes happens is we have to stretch outside our comfort zone. We have to move beyond what we know to get to what we've never known before. And that then triggers all of the fun mindset stuff that comes up. And in my experience, I've been teaching. So I should say when I started out, I was very much focused on helping people create the financial success they wanted through their businesses. And I realized along the way that many of the people, as they were stretching into new financial goals, were bumping into so many landmines, all of these derailers. And that's when I started to bring mindset into my work. And the three things that I see come up over and over and over again is fear, uh, paradigm, limiting paradigm and conflict. So let me unpack these. And I got a really fun story from one of Captain Jim's live events. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't have to do with me. No. <laughs> oh, that's Adam home. He says nods while entering the room. Hi, Adam. <laughs> um, but fear, yes, we all know that fear comes up and uh, we're oftentimes fear of failing. But what I find is that what really happens with fear is that fear transforms in our mind into logical thinking. Mm. And this is where oftentimes our mind starts to play tricks on us because we will logic and rationalize uh, why we cannot go for a goal or a new level of success or investing in a mentor or hiring a team member or whatever that growth step is, because we have convinced ourselves and logically it makes perfect sense that we can't afford it, that it may not work. Right. We can't, you know, we can't afford for it not to work. Right. So there's all of this fear that gets disguised as logical thinking. And so when you try to go toe to toe with the logic thinking, Jim, what happens is the logic always wins, right? So the only way through that is to recognize that no great significant successes ever came from an entrepreneur out of logic alone. There has to be a shaking up of the status quo. There has to be a, um, a willingness to stretch. And when we stretch, we sometimes break things. It gets messy. It doesn't always make sense. But on the other side, something extraordinary emerges that we can't get to through a logical progression of steps. So that's where fear gets really tricky for a lot of people. Now, I said there were three things, or you asked me about the three things. Well, the second one is paradigm. And I like to think of it as like a limitation paradigm. And okay. the, this is a way of we look at everything through the lens of not enough. 
We just did an entire session in Amplify Inner Circle, which is one of my coaching programs on scarcity thinking. And what happens is like when we look through the paradigm that that is colored with the filter called scarcity, there's not enough. We always see all the reasons why something won't work. Right. We run around and we collect all the evidence. This is why it won't work. This is why I'm not good enough. This is why it's not the right timing. This is why I, I don't have enough time. Right. All the I don't have enough, which add up to this isn't going to work for me. And so in a limitation paradigm, we literally cannot break out of it through the same thinking that we lead our lives with. We, this is where coaching and being in a mastermind where you're tapping into that rising tide energy, right. this all comes into play because you start to realize like, oh, look at what all these other people are, are achieving and accessing. And I can't, I'm saying I can't do it. Like, look at what they're doing with less resourcefulness, less money, less time. So it starts to change the paradigm we operate in. So I always look at how do we get you into, uh, some might call it an abundance paradigm or a possibility paradigm, where instead of thinking of all the reasons why something won't work, you focus on the reasons why it could or why it must and how to get where you want to go instead of how you can't get where you think you want to go. So that's number two. And can I interrupt you real quick? Because yeah. that right there is why you must be in a mastermind or working with a coach because your brain is like all in conflict telling you why it's not going to work because that's your subconscious mind, limit, limited thought, belief, pattern, all that stuff. And you, ra as you said, your brain is making it sound rational. So why would you do something irrational, right? So that's why you need somebody pushing you. Yeah. Yeah, I love the way you put that. And, you know, speaking of conflict, that's the third one, which is the what I call going to war in our minds. And what I find is, is that part of that limitation paradigm shows up as if I go for this goal, I am going to lose something equally important over here. I'm gonna squeeze mm. my hands together. <laughs> so if I grow my business, I will have less time to be a mom or less time to play with my children or less free time to do X, Y, or Z. If I invest in my growth, I will have less money to pay my bills. There's this internal conflict that's always keeping you in this war. So what happens is um, the most, uh, so the thing you've already accomplished is what wins. So whatever you already have wins because that's the safety net. And I I'm thinking, I don't know if you remember this, because I know when I would speak at your events, you would oftentimes get to take a well-earned break and recharge yourself a little bit. Uh-oh, uh, warning the dog uh, is probably going to go off because the bell's ringing. <laughs> there he is. There's Dante. <laughs> Dante's making his guest appearance. It's okay. Uh, but in conflict, there's a conversation between what we want and what we believe we need. And I'm remembering a conversation that happened with one of the attendees at your event uh, when I started to talk about these three uh, roadblocks or barriers that come up. And uh, one of the Lindsay's was uh, saying like, okay, mine is blowing. Like I want to grow my business, but what happens? Like I, you know, at the time I think she was pregnant with her fourth child, maybe. 
Third child? Uh, third, fourth, third. Third child, okay. <laughs> and uh, she was like in conflict about it. And rightly so, like being a mom and having time for our children is so valuable. And we worked through it and created this huge breakthrough where I gave her one word. And this is the word I will leave with you as you're listening in right now. And it's not, I will have success or I will have time to be a good parent. It is not, mm. I will have investment in my future success or I will have money to pay my bills. It's and. And when we rewire our thinking, um, this is a ho the whole thing I teach in Rewired for Wealth is like we have to rewire our thinking to have all the things we want, not one or the other. So, and. That's great. You should, you'd said something else on one of my, uh, at one of my events and it has stuck with me and I kind of recite it like it's my own just because it's clumsy for me to constantly thank you. <laughs> no. But um, you said when people are in conflict about, well, I can't afford that. Your, your switch around, as you know, well, is what has to happen for me yeah. to be able to afford that? Yeah. Because one is just declarative, negative, not going to happen. The other is, well, what has to, so then you can go into, you know, creative mode and, and solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, yeah. It's funny timing because I actually just dropped a uh, Instagram video about that today. Because <laughs> it so is a people big part are of definitely Now, what's your Instagram handle? I should ask right now before I forget. Coach Melanie Benson on Instagram. Well, there you go. That's pretty hard. Coach Melanie Benson, folks. Check her out on Instagram. Melanie, um, money is like such an ugly trap, which I, I know all too well for small business owners. Much of what we learned growing up, what we call top of the stairs thinking or, you know, so initially from our parents and then so-called experts doesn't really apply when you're a bootstrapping entrepreneur trying to make things happen. So, you know, people are real familiar with my story. If you've been listening for all 448 shows, I struggled greatly with debt when I started because I came off yeah. of almost a year and a half of unemployment, then the cancer and everything else. And, you know, so money madness was really wreaking havoc. So I have uh, at least two, like maybe three questions for you. We'll see what okay. we can fit in. Why is money mindset such a crucial thing that must be fixed? Because a lot of people go to marketing. Oh, should I be doing a podcast? Should I be doing videos? But money mindset needs to be fixed before you're really going to break those pl plateaus. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Um, I think you were just talking about an example of this for your own life. And, and this is the way I look at it is if we think of our business like a beautiful car. And so you pick your car. As a matter of fact, if you're listening in live, I want to hear like if you could have your dream car, put it in the comments. <laughs> Tell me what your dream car is. Now, let's imagine that the dream car you picked is like a high performance Audi, or uh, maybe you even went for Ferrari or Corvette, like old school. I even actually just uh, saw one of those gorgeous Camaros, those old school classic oh, Camaros driving down the road. The, the Z28. Uh, <laughs> right. Do you remember those days? Yes. <laughs> so, All right. We got a BMW 650 convertible happening. That's right. Now let's imagine you've got this beautiful car, which is your business model. And you uh, are putting an engine in it and you're putting like the, a moped engine in this gorgeous <laughs> car and you're expecting it to perform right. Mm -hmm. It's not going to. It's the, the um, 
like the mindset is the engine that drives the performance of your machinery. That's and you can right. have the most value. The, the, I would develop these seven figure perfect businesses, like this business model that I know would expand for somebody and help them achieve everything they wanted, but they wouldn't take action. And actually that's one of the signs that your mindset needs a tune up is, you know, like you can see where you want to go, but you're not taking action. You're procrastinating. You're talking yourself out of the growth steps. You're letting fear make your growth decisions for you. Your engine has to be of the caliber of the business machine. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's not going to perform. It's not going to sustain. And one of the things that happens a lot is we we make some big leaps, but then we like come flying backwards because we start self-sabotaging when we hit that upper limit that everybody hits when their mindset is running the show. And, and I'm not saying that our mind isn't supposed to be part of the equation, but what most people do is they let their mind dictate from a place of fear what's possible instead of a place of possibility. And right. that's where we get those false starts and people falling back. And I think the difference between playing to win and playing not to lose is like, to me, that's like a major deal breaker for a lot of entrepreneurs, especially when it comes to growth. Because as you said, if you're, if you haven't been there yet, that's why it's scary. That's why it's outside your comfort zone. Right. So talk about this whole playing to win and playing not to lose, which you sort of alluded to earlier, which is I have what I have, but I don't want to risk that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a subtle little, um, it's like a shift in in the way our mind works. And this goes deep into neuroplasticity and neurolinguistic programming. You know, our subconscious mind is is reacting to pre-programmed neural pathways for the simplest way to put it, right? And, mm -hmm. and so what we don't realize is, is that we're operating out of these deeply embedded and conditioned patterns all the time. And when we play not to lose, what we do is we do just enough to feel like we're accomplishing something, but not enough to actually succeed and, and like break out of these patterns that are keeping us locked in the level of success we have right now. And so in order to accomplish radically different results, we have to think radically different. We have to have radically different habits. And sometimes I'll play this game called do the opposite, you know, do the opposite of the things you would always normally do and you'll start getting new results. So playing to win means there's no end in sight. So when I teach uh, mindset in my programs, there is moving towards motivation and moving away from. And, and if I could draw you a visual, you would see right now that when we move towards something, like it feels like, okay, there's a magnet pulling me. When we're moving away from something, we're having to push ourselves to get away from the thing we don't want. So mm. because that's harder, we push and push and push and push. We get away from it. And two things happen. One, because <laughs> pushing hard, we're exhausted, right? And it's like, I got to take a break. <laughs> and secondly, what happens is there's this thing in our brain. It's like, okay, well, I'm no longer trying to get away from the thing I don't want. So what am I supposed to do? It didn't have a direction yeah. towards. It just had a let's get away from the thing. And I know this one really well because when I left corporate America 21 years ago, I was like, I just want to get out of corporate America. I did not want that anymore. And it was my catalyst, which sometimes we need. We need to be pushed by pain sometimes. But what it doesn't do, it doesn't pull us effortlessly. And so at a certain point, 
you have to shift the way your goals are, are magnetizing you. It's why I really believe in magnetic goals, like magnetic things that pull you towards them because that's more effortless and that is more sustainable. And we, we could do a whole hour on the difference in mindset from getting to your first six figures and then having a totally. multiple six figure, then seven. I mean, those are completely different magnets, right? And, and yeah. each step along the way, you know, I think you get to a point where, well, let's say you're just, I don't know, let's pick a number. Three, let's say you're doing $300,000, making a nice living, maybe having a couple assistants or whatever. And then you, you, you think, I want to get to seven figures, but I don't want to risk this. Because maybe you have an office, you have rent, you have staff, you have a new lifestyle, a new way. And you, oh, I'm not going to risk that, but we're going to go here. But it doesn't work that way. That's not how you got to where you were in the first place, right? Right. Um, well, there's several things. It's like you cannot get to the next level of success the way you got to this level of success. Right. There's a really famous uh, leadership coach that, that writes about that. I can't remember his name right now. But what I discovered personally, and with every coach, every client I've coached since then, is that the person I needed to be to get to six figures was not the person I needed to be to get into the high six and seven figures. And yes. that person actually destroyed success <laughs> instead of building <laughs> on it. So, you know, building is very different than scaling. And a lot of it has to do with your role that you play in the business once you hit certain levels of revenue. And it, right. we have to change and adapt our role to fit that next level. And so many people are like, I'm still in my like six figure entrepreneurial thing, trying to get to seven figures and beyond. And they can't figure out why they're a bottleneck. And I think they're are wearing hard. many hats, right? Typically yeah, they're wearing too many hats. Yeah. Um, you know, another mindset hurdle that I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, which you and I wrote, I, I always joke around, I should have given Melanie co-author position, but she's well mentioned and taken care of. Anyway, is the imposter syndrome, which uh, yeah. I think also not only rears its ugly head when you're like trying to be an entrepreneur anyway, who do I think I am? But especially when you get to these certain levels, right? Mid six figures or seven figures. So many people feel like they're not worthy or they're going to be found out. Talk a little bit about imposter syndrome, if you would. Yeah, this seems like it's uh, hitting a whole new level of attention right now, imposter syndrome. I've been doing a lot of work around visibility and and uh, being more magnetic in the way we attract clients. And so this is coming up for everybody. Okay. I think where I see imposter syndrome really rear its head is when you move from being uh, a service professional or a business owner to being the expert or being mm. the authority or being of influence, right? A like thought we, leader perhaps. Yes. Like when we, we start to own that role, which I think is required if you're going to magnetize more clients and you want to have greater influence in your community, which is a good thing, but it also all of a sudden um, activates that paradigm, that limitation paradigm of, am I enough? Can I really do this? Who do I think I am? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the secret behind many great brands is nobody knows what the heck they're doing. You know, it's like <laughs> we figure out our way and we teach people what we learn to do. But if you start comparing yourself out there, and this is what really triggers imposter syndrome, is you start looking what other people have created, what other people are accomplishing, what other people are being called, what other people 
appear <laughs> to be earning based on their social media profiles, which, you know, whoever said that was actually uh, going to be accurate, <laughs> right? Oh, if it's on Facebook, it's true. <laughs> it has to be true, right? Uh, yep. But, you know, we start to compare ourselves and it kickstarts this spiral of, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. And truly for me, the cure to imposter syndrome is to put the blinders on and stop paying attention to what other people are teaching, what other people are doing, what other people are saying, and to do you the best you can do. And to know, and this is where it really starts to get exciting, when you are in your superpower and you are building your business around your superpower, that is the thing that you do that's irresistible to your dream clients. When you do that, there is no imposter syndrome because no one's gonna do you the way you do you. The key is learning how to, to position that and brand that and magnetize that so that it's irresistible and exciting to the people who are in pain because mm -hmm. they are searching for a solution to the thing that you do well. I know people are watching this, they're listening to it, and they're going, holy crap, this is brilliant stuff. Melanie, I think the... Um the sibling, if that's the right word to say, for of the imposter syndrome, or maybe the root cause, a better way to say it, is perfectionism. People are so yeah. fearful that, God forbid, there's a missing comma or, you know, <laughs> something is wrong. And in their head, they're going, the entire free world is going to be pointing and laughing at me for launching that friggin' book or that darn course or speaking yeah. in front of an audience and sounding like a complete boob. This is all head trash, right? I mean, perfectionism is really probably one of the root causes of that. Would you agree with that? Yes. Um, so perfectionism is a fancy way of procrastinating and procrastination is fear. And um, there is some truth to the fact that sometimes there's things we need to learn. Like I just, I'm just going to acknowledge that for some people, there are some things they need to learn. Hire a flipping coach, get a virtual assistant or an expert who can do this thing for you. Don't let the pro procrastination uh, the fear of like, I don't know if I've got it right, when? But when we think of perfectionism as a pattern, perfectionism as a pattern is a way of proving to yourself that you will fail. Let that sink in for a minute. Because if you're procrastinating mm. over and over and over again, what you're doing is you are living into your fear that you will fail. And because that oh. is your paradigm is that I fail, like I don't get things right. You are, you have cr created this like pattern of living into fair failure, failed attempts, holding back. And again, it's this, uh, like there, there's another ver version of what you talked about earlier. And that is fear avoidance. Fear avoidance is called procrastination. I got to get it right so something bad doesn't happen. It's never going to be right. I did a podcast mm. episode a couple years ago on Amplifier Success called uh, The 80% Plan. It is the cure to procrastination and perfectionism because there is no perfect. But what I what I will say, Jim, like if people are trapped in perfectionism, and by the way, I am a recovering perfectionist. As we all are. Yes. Like I want to get things right. I'm actually mm -hmm. in a bit of pain if something goes out and it's not right. However, I realize like if I want to impact the lives of more people and give people more tools, I can't let perfectionism win. So I'm willing to go back and clean it up or figure out how to make it right instead of waiting until it's perfect. So it's a mindset, it's a pattern, but you can break the pattern if you know how to talk yourself over that perfectionism pause button. 
This has been so much fun. We literally have about four or five minutes at the most. But um, I want to ask you, you wrote a really good book called uh, Rewired for Wealth, if I remember yeah. that correctly. Yes. Um, how can people get that? Because that really goes in deep about the whole money mess that's up there, how people think yeah. about money, et cetera. Where is, I'm sure that's still around, right? Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, I have an exciting compliment to that book now. So Rewired for Wealth is at rewiredforwealth.com. And when you go to rewiredforwealth.com, it's available as a digital download. But we now have a bonus that goes with it, which is an audiobook. So I realize that a lot of people, they love the flexibility of dropping audio programs right on their uh, their device or listen to it like on their Alexa or whatever. Oh, I should probably be careful because Alexa's probably going to start talking back to me. <laughs> She's going to start playing your acid rock music. <laughs> She's like, yes, what would you like? Um, and so it's 1997 to get both the digital download of the ebook as well as the audio book. And I had to say, like I have people email me all the time and say that book changed my life. And what, one of the things I do in the book is I talk about the seven different money DNA blueprints. These are money mindset blueprints. And even just recognizing which blueprint we're operating from is hugely, hugely shifting. And it starts to wake up what it is that you can do differently right now to create patterns that move you more into thriving. Very cool. We need to uh, wrap up. Mel, I just wanted to ask sure. you, um, I was trying to think. So I did eight Dream Biscuits. I'm pretty sure you spoke at five. Do, I think do, it was five. One of them was remote. That was when I got sick. And I, oh, I did that remote. Right. So, but I, um, I think I was at five of them. I think so, too. And you spoke remotely. I think it was Rhode Island. I'm not sure. But um, you, you have a couple of favorite expressions. You used one of them earlier, superpower. But you've also used your zone of genius. You have these different ways of saying things. And so you're right. Sometimes I will sit down in the back and take a rest and have some guest speakers. But I've always, always, always no disrespect to anybody else. But I pay attention to you. But what's what strikes me I'm, and I, I want to pay you a compliment here is that you enjoy like you cannot wait to get on the stage and share what is your zone of genius. And I see yeah. people take notes and there's and there's breakthroughs. So what what would be uh, one of your favorite memories just about speaking? Uh, at one of my events or anybody else's event, what was like the big thing from, from doing what you love to do? Uh, well, I had to say, I think it was in San Diego. One of my, there's been several. Um, I, I, I got on, I got married and then got on a plane to come and hang out with you. That was fun. <laughs> That's the kind of relationship, conference. right? <laughs> <laughs> like priorities, my friends, priorities. No. Um, so I think the favorite memory though was at San Diego we were down in uh, Point Loma, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're so generous in the way you set the stage for me and set me up as your mindset expert. And I shared about all of the, the mindset stuff and we did some live breakthroughs. And then I got out that stage and you took a break and I got swarmed. You got mobbed, yes. <laughs> and it was so moving. Like, I remember feeling that rush of, wow, because, you know, look, sometimes business is hard. Growing yes. a business can be hard. I do the work to work through my stuff so I can give those gifts back to other people. And knowing in that moment that there were, and, and people were in tears saying like, I just had a huge breakthrough. Mm. How can I hire you to do some of the mindset work? And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm so glad that this created that experience because all I want is for each entrepreneur 
to be able to thrive, to have the mindset and yeah, the habits yeah. and the strategies that work. I remember that so well um, because you you barely get, you couldn't get to the back of the room. And I actually stood up and said, hold on a second. And I made sure I brought you back to where my big dream business banner <laughs> yeah. is. And I got Lindsay Phillips, Lindsay with a Y, yeah. take the pictures facing the banner of Melanie. And her. So that, that was really cool. But it's a testament to uh, the lives that you changed. What you do. Melanie, what an awesome. Thank you so much thank for coming you. on this live edition of Dream Business Radio. Uh, MelanieBenson.com. Is that where you want people to yep. go? Is that MelanieBenson.com is perfect. All right. Hey, folks, that wraps up. Boy, I, I wish I had another half hour. That wraps up this very special interview with my wonderful friend, mindset coach, Melanie Benson. I highly recommend you connect with her, learn from her, MelanieBenson.com, and then um, coach Melanie Benson at uh, Instagram, correct? Correct. Look at that. My 63-year-old mind is still intact. <laughs> CoachMelanieBenson.com. You can connect with me at GetJimPalmer.com if you're interested in learning more about the uh, Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. That's Dream Biz coaching dreambizcoaching.com but that's it until this time next week another fantastic interview i am captain jim palmer the dream business coach you take good care now it's time to go implement what you've learned great ideas are nice but results only happen through action and implementation so stay focused kick all distractions to the curb sleep a little less if you have to and create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle to learn about building your dream business join jim's free dream business facebook community at dreambizgroup.com that's dreambizgroup.com <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.